who's saying Monday? I don't know. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. Now, we've been doing this for now officially two years, and uh, we still <laughs> don't really know who starts the podcast each week. Someone does. I like to think the listener starts. You know, isn't that the truth? Let's contrive something to make this seem more emotionally impactful than it really is. That's that's what we need. The listener really starts the episode. So, listener, when you're ready, say out loud on the bus, in the car, at work, while walking. It's Monday. It's morning. And then have a stranger jump out, and they'll say, And it's my car. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That would be the coolest, dude. would that be something? Guys... Welcome to season two finale, Monday Morning Macabre's big Halloween spooktacular with scones and darts. Back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> oh, God, what an old mind. <laughs> we are on top of pop culture, on pop and top dolchers. I feel like we should have had an intro that was like coming in hotter for this, but here we are. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to season two spooktacular Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> Or if you're listening to this, it's the day after Halloween, but we're recording it on All Hallows' Eve, the Ooh. night of mis- or no, Mischief's Nights, technically, last night. Is our band going to play like a special intro song? They're going to go, boogie, woogie, boogie, woogs, boogie, woogie, boogie, boogs, 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 well, like that. Consider me scared. <laughs> well, boy, am I frightened right now. Um, Guys, let's just... We're going to, so if you stick around at the end, we'll have our slideshow where we play Green Day's. Um, I hope you add song. the time, yeah, yeah. Of, your <laughs> time of your life. And we're just going to put pictures of like episode pictures up. It's like and the we'll song you play senior year of college when you get drunk and like get really sad with all your friends. Dude, senior year of anything, senior year of high school, senior year of college. True. It's something unpredictable. And then the end end. is right. I hope you had the podcast time of your life. Guys, we tallied the votes. We tallied them. We tallied them. We sallied them. We, we, we callied them. Ooh, so pitted, We took pitted, the 405 dude. to the... <laughs> yeah, okay, we both got there. <laughs> um, And we've got five episodes from this season... That you dumb idiots seem to like. <laughs> suckers. You you suckers. You fell for it again. Pigeons, you as they used to say. You fell into our in free, free content trap. You thought this was free? Nah. Each episode, we take a little bit of your life force, and we will live forever. Dars, how was your Halloween? Scones, my Halloween. Oh, man. I Thank you for bringing it up, because I almost just glossed over the entire fact that it was my daughter's first trick-or-treating. Woo! Hello. Hello. Shout out. All right, here's the cutest thing you have you all have to know. The cutest thing about our trick or treat this year. As a father. As a father. First of all, did we get her a princess outfit? Did we did we get her a you know, I don't know, a um a a, a Tinkerbell outfit, you know? Did we go the standard route did you? of outfit for our first Halloween as daughter and daddy? No. Fuck no. We didn't do it. My wife and I bought her a skunk outfit. Hell yeah. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Baby stinking. This just in scones. My little what? stinker. It has the a little award? tag on it that says little... What did you say? Do you say we're already getting to the awards section? <laughs> Wait, no. What? <laughs> oh, you said she won the cutest. 
Oh, she was she was the cutest, and she has on on the skunk outfit. There's a little tag at the top that says "little stinker." Uh, That's pretty and good. Those people know what they're doing over there at the the skunk making factory. At the, yeah, the skunk costume factory. Um, and I also speaking of skunks, she was. I, I had we had we were watching Bluey this morning. Had Disney Channel on, and there was a commercial, and it was like a kids' card game, and it was like apples to apples kind of. And it was like, what's the grossest thing you can think of? And the girl goes, a skunk. And I was like, there's a skunk family at home. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? I tell you, like, fucking big media is always out to get us. It's a very angry email being written by Daddy Skunk. Um, oh, Daddy Skunk. So the cutest part about her first trick-or-treating. So we, we took her to a little neighborhood. There were people bustling around. Everyone was saying how, oh, my God, look at this adorable little skunk. Best part is she obviously doesn't really know what, like, she can't say trick or treat. She doesn't really know that. She figured out, like, you take the candy and put it in your bucket. But the best part was that she just, she didn't know it was candy, but she only, like, she just knows the word food. So she was just walking up going, food, food. And I was like, this is, this is the best. <laughs> um, so that's my proud this dad Halloween moment. This is peak Halloween. So diesel. So as I've celebrated many Halloweens and enjoyed my trick-or-treating, now I can pass that love on to my daughter. Ah, oh, jeez. I can't wait till she gets older and her and her friends start a podcast. Yeah, and she's like, my dad is so dumb. He <laughs> is a little stinker. And I'll go, oh. She dress, you'll be an old guy, but she'll dress you up like a skunk. Yeah, <laughs> just be, yeah exactly. Actually, speaking of old guys, skunks, <gasps> thank you again. Yes. I was in a price chopper today because I only have the highest of quality items in my home. Hell yeah. And I came across a man with just a cigar in just walking the aisles what, of Price Chopper. Lit, I was like, just, just this is illegal. It was in his mouth and he, he had a sailor hat on. Wait, was he, was it smoking? Like, was it no, lit? No, it was not lit. Oh, okay. It was not lit. It was not I was lit. Like, this I mean, the whole squad was up. lit. Yeah, no, he was, uh, he was, I was just like, this is crazy. How was the drip? So, I mean, Drip was immaculate. Dude looked like he was deadly as catching it on aisle six. Oh, I was like, hell yeah, dude. Looking like Captain Ahab, but that's not the point. The point is he had a, he just had a cigar, and I didn't know you're allowed to just have a cigar in your mouth anywhere you want to go, but I learned that today. Guys, we're getting off topic, but the main point of today's episode is... Scones, actually, Scones, how was your hol- Halloween? Oh, it sucked. Scones? <laughs> why'd you, oh, you did all the moving today. I moved apartments in the same building today. Uh, which yes. I might sound Scones a little upgraded because we've got that slinging dingers money. So the internet didn't transfer to my new apartment. So mm. I'm currently so you might as well just in be my dead. old apartment on a pop-up desk in the middle of an empty room. <laughs> so if Scones' audio quality is sub subpar. That's uh, that's why, guys. It's not. It's not uh, ideal, but I, you know, I'm gonna power through it because I care about the listeners. Scones cares about your ears. And uh, yeah, so he's upgrading to bigger and better things. Um, the spookiest way to spend Halloween. Moving into a new apartment. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Today's episode, guys, is, of course, the f- the the top five. This year we're doing top five. We realized after the fact that it's top seven from last year, but this year is top five. Uh, and we've tallied the votes. We have the top five episodes of 2021 of season two of Monday Morning Macabre. And we're here to, 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 to take a look back at a year of triumphs, tribulations, 
tribuliumphs of love, loss. Uh, what's another L word? Marsupials. Yes, of love, loss, and marsupials. Um, and I, I mean, we n- number five. Number. I guess five. we just get. Do we get to it? Do we? Should we just start? Do we just yeah. get to it? I don't know what to do. Let's fucking do number it. five, guys. Hell yeah, dude. Guys, this was number five. Recent episode. Number five. And I, <laughs> Scones has gotten every number five. Guys, number five is voted by you, our listeners. Cinco. Is an episode that we weren't sure if we had done yet or if we already did it before. Yeah, this might be a, a twofer. <laughs> you might be getting it twice, but nobody has mentioned it to us. Prove so me we wrong. I think we're in the clear. <laughs> so prove us wrong. You can't. Number five is, of course, the Vampire of Sacramento. Oh, the crowd's going wild. I wonder, do you think Crowd, this was... I can hear everyone clapping. Oh, for sure. Do you think this is recency bias or... It, I think recency bias plays a huge bit into this. I think, I don't know how many people went back to, like, episode one of season two. To, like, really grind like, it out. Yeah, really grinded it out. I know, I can think of, like, maybe one or two. Um, They're about a half hour. I, I That's, like, know. 52 episodes-ish. So, like... Yeah, that's a lot of time you'd have to spend. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's like about a day, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. We have that much time. Which honestly isn't that big like, of a deal, listener. Just spend your whole day. Going but I want to watch Squid Game. Boo. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Fuck you. What if we took a huge 180 right now and we're just like, South Korea, let's talk about Finally. it. Finally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is, it could be recency bias, but it was also a banger of an episode, as I'm sure you are As I've been told, I'm looking at the charts, it says certified banger. (laughs) Analytics say certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, so I mean. So sheesh alert, sheesh. This is probably the season of sheeshes, right? Uh, It it feels like it. (laughs) I wonder what season three is going to hold in terms of the sheesh value. Are we going to be done with sheeshes? Are we going to move on to whatever the next cool thing to say is? Who knows? Um, but the Vampire of Sacramento, a horrific story that reminds us why you keep your doors locked. Because a maniac will come and eat your organs. If you don't. To be fair, like, who's in the right? Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. Lock your doors. There's, you know, there's no excuse. Lo- uh, everyone's the main character of their own story, so. Do we, I, do we roll know? the clip? <laughs> Guys, let's roll the clip. I think we got a little here bit of go. here. Uh, roll the clip. Roll the clip. Season two. Episode 30 or 50, fuck, I don't, I shouldn't have said episode 52. It had to be, right? 51? 51. I think it's 51. Episode 51, The Vampire of Sacramento. Let's do this right. It's Monday. Yeah, it's morning. And it's macabre. Welcome to Monday morning macabre, you spooky blah, blah, daddy. Blah, 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 blah. You spooky daddies out there, ready to get your Monday cooking up with some spooky thrills and chills. He's so spooky. Ah, scumsies. In the morning. Atomic pumpkin sounds crazy. Yeah. It's like not great. <laughs> not my favorite pumpkin <laughs> beer. Uh, you know what I don't get is, uh, which something my wife loves is uh, also humble brag is uh, clamato. <laughs> oh, 
You ever have Clamato? Oh, yes, I have. I think it's Jenny so, yeah. split some Clamato with me in <laughs> because college. Because my wife, it, humble brag. <laughs> yeah, because my friend, humble brag, uh, split some with me in college, Jenny, and it uh, was gnar. It was one of the gnarest yeah, things I've ever had. super gross. It was like I, Bud Light made a Clamato, like a beer yeah, Clamato. Bud Light, <laughs> which if you're looking for the high quality Clamato, you've come to the right place when Bud Light's your what? dealer. I want to see the data in the marketing research that led them to be like, we need to make a, cl- a canned Clamato beer. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah, someone that's that is out of someone touch, sent like. in way too much prank data and got them to make it. It I, was probably <laughs> Jenny. I hope you're in your yeah. I hope you guys are in your costumes, sitting, listening to this podcast, just. So amped, just staring out your window at passerbys, and they're like, "Why is there like a sexy Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer staring at me?" <laughs> and that's that's for them to wonder and for you to know. I love how jazzed kids, like being a kid, how you used to just like get so amped about your costume. Yeah, it's pretty, I was at, it was the best. I was at my nephew's birthday party like a month ago, and a kid humble brag was like already wearing his Iron Man costume. <laughs> awesome. That kid it gets like, it. It was like an indoor pool party, and he was just full <laughs> Iron Man out. He's just sunk at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, just he was full just literal iron. Definitely bought it, and like his mom bought it in August, and he was so fucking stoked about he's like, it. Mom, that he's just I, like, I found I'm an excuse. This every day. <laughs> pool party, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, just hit us with a little message saying, "Hey guys, I just came across this story. It's pretty disturbing. Hopefully, it's not a repeat that I forgot about." Well, guess what, Jess? Uh, I have the same exact sentence. Yeah, I've. It's. It is crazy now that we're at the point where we have so many episodes that I genuinely have to like go back and double check. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know if we've talked about these. Things. It's gonna happen. I'm looking forward to it. And then one. Oh yeah, and they'll listen to like, hey, like, guys, you, you guys. Yeah, and we're gonna be like, that's when we hit like podcast old folks home level of yeah podcast. It's us so, and Mark Marin. Just yeah, Mark's like, get home. out of my garage. I have a different voice now. <laughs> and I'm dressed up like his cat, and I'm like, lock the gates. <laughs> and it's time for Halloween, so get your ghoulies out. Don't get grabbed by the ghoulies. <laughs> get them out. It sounds like something you'd do like a like camp. Like, everybody, yeah, every, kids okay, everyone, shake around. out all the ghoulies. Guys, it's morning before morning bell, before the flag raise. We have to get our ghoulies out. Or like at a pep rally when they're like tell you to scream to get like it all out. Like, <laughs> yeah, the principal's like, I like, hate everything. Yeah. I can't hear you. And I'm like, I don't want to be. Dude, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a time I thought that was cool ever. Even like professional like band, like like you go see your favorite band and they come out and they're like, what's up? I can't hear you. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. No, but th- there have to be people out there that are like, oh, now I'm really getting uh, jazzed. Yeah, like, hey, we, when he couldn't hear us, guys, we got to be louder. Oh, shit. I'm about to take it up a level. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's that's the sad thing is that I bet like 80% of the people are like, oh, man, <laughs> I guess he couldn't hear us. It's <laughs> <laughs> time for me to kick it up a notch. Time to turn this bad boy up to 11. I love you, Drake. <laughs> Chase was disturbed and unhappy as a child, and his symptoms grew worse in adolescence. He set several small fires, frequently wet the bed, and displayed signs of cruelty towards animals. So that's These like the full the McDonald's three for three deal? Yeah. <laughs> yep. These three habits are sometimes called the McDonald's triad, or the triad of sociopathy. <laughs> 
proposed by psychiatrist J.M. McDonald in 1960. <laughs> I'm glad I got ahead of that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, I'm so glad because I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's the three for three deal. Um, <laughs> and he had it in spades. Yeah. What we're really trying to say, listener, is that if we were back then, we could have stopped it. Yeah, we're we're saying it would never have happened. Yeah, we're pulling there. a Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a transformer. <laughs> Psychotropic drugs exacerbated the symptoms of his illness. Who would have thunk? Like the vampire whose moniker he would soon adopt, he became convinced on several occasions that his heart had stopped. At times, he thought he was a walking corpse. That's which is like a really scary frame of reference to. Yeah, have scary frame of reference. Believe. Also, like when like I got like shut down by a girl. That was me. <laughs> Wait, what? Dr- does it say what drugs he's on? Um, it says good times. I don't know. Uh, it does not. <laughs> it does not. It's it just says psychotropic like, drugs. Yeah, it's probably like the kind of drugs that some bro, like tech bro on Instagram, is going to be like, "No, nah, bro, you just yeah. take a little bit of it, and it would cure all of it." <laughs> One of his strangest and most powerful delusions involved his skull. He felt that his cranial bones had split apart and begun to shift beneath his skin. Did he Changing... have, like, injuries that would... No. Oh, God. No, he wet the bed scones. I wonder if it's, like, migraines or something. I wonder, like, why he would suspect that. I mean, Beyond crazy amounts like of a... drugs and abuse Yeah, I was gonna say, I guess the drugs, yeah. Stuff, yeah. So he begun to think... To... Uh, he thought it was splitting apart and shifting beneath his skin, changing places and jumbling like puzzle pieces. He Isn't shaved like, his like head. A baby skull? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he shaved his head in an effort to monitor their movements. Uh, as a father, I've seen a baby skull. And you shave the head to monitor And I the shave movements. my daughter's hair every day to make sure it's not rearranging like a jack- jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Uh, the assistants witnessed him kill and attempt to drink the blood of several birds in an effort to save to stave off the effects a poison that was he imagined slowly turning his blood to powder. Did they try to stop him? How many birds did he get at? Uh, you know why the parrot is in danger? <laughs> <laughs> he got, you know he got most of them. from Rio, how it's extinct now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rio was... Uh, Last seen flying Real near a hospital. Dancer. It was his attempt to inject himself with rabbit's blood, which made him violently ill, that had resulted in his institutionalization. So, it didn't like make him said, run really fast? Yeah, he's a... Uh... <laughs> Could be nice. Richard Chase, however, however, refused, and it seemed the path of, le- of least resistance to his sometime roommates to abandon the apartment and find other lodgings. So that was kind of an alpha Chad move, where he was like, no, I'm not leaving, you gotta leave. And they're like, all righty. <laughs> wow. <good day." laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> they just pack yeah. up. He's like, as he closes his copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Art of the deal, wipes baby. The blood, wipes the blood from his chin and puts on his boxers. <laughs> to be fair, like, he holds all the cards in that situation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's, he's the, that's, he, he is the one in power. He felt, he would say during interrogation, that an unlocked door... Oh, yeah, this is the creepiest fucking thing ever. I remember... I've heard, like, about this guy, but I remember hearing this, and, like, this stuck with me. He felt that if he came upon a door that was unlocked, it was an invitation for him to come in and justify whatever actions he does. Ew. Which like, is Well, it's very vampire but... Yeah, it's very vampiric. 
From that time on, all his victims were people who had left their door unlocked. It's like, yeesh, it's super spooky. That's like... Lock your doors. The most, like, urban legend, like, scare your kids into doing something well, but it's real. It's, It's a no good, very bad day. What a clip, ladies and gentlemen. We should have just played like the Paul Rudd, like weird E.T. ripoff clip that he, <laughs> yeah, plays, on Conan. That he plays on Conan or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been great. Uh, Vampire Sacramento, an absolute horrific uh, uh, story, but there's some goofs and gaffs in there. So a joke about, it, I mean, we talked about it on the episode um, and a little bit just like on this, but we genuinely did not know if we had done this. <laughs> Yes, we and like, we had to talk we, about it and try and find it if we had talked I about the subject. Yeah, because I think the thing about this episode was that, like, I think we had mentioned it in like passing in another episode, but I, I'm pretty fucking sure I still don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we had not gone fully into it. Um, and if we had, we would have 100 percent either named the episode "The Vampire of Sacramento" or the name of the guy. Yeah, and. We had neither, so I I have to assume. Yeah, unless we were doing some <laughs> cheeky bullshit where it was just like episode thirty two, like that would be kind of unlocked. <laughs> like, I'd believe it, so I don't know. Dars, it's time to get to our first award that we're giving out for the year. Ooh, scones, scony, scones. Give us our first award of the season two finale. Let's do it. Um. So, uh, listeners, you vote on your favorite episodes, but these awards are voted on by the Academy, the professionals here at Sling and Dinger. <laughs> yeah, we have a, yeah, we have a council of judges. Yeah. Um, so this award is for the top slang of season two. Ooh, hit me, dingy. The nominees for top slang are no cap, <gasps> <laughs> ooh, ooh, and she. On God. Oh. All okay, right. sheesh. Let me see here. All right, if I'm a betting man, I gotta, I gotta go with the sheesh. I don't know. I hope that's the win. I think Uwu. Here we go. Uwu's performance was subtle <laughs> but powerful. That's true. Uwu is Uwu definitely... made people feel things. All right, let me see here. Open up the envelope. It is. <gasps> sheesh. Woo, sheesh. Top slang, baby. Corny neck. Eat your heart out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sheesh is an absolute uh, poster child of season two. Absolute poster child. I think child. that we can, on God, no cap, I think we can all agree no that Sheesh is bussin'. Absolute. A hunnit. Bussin'. Uh, sheesh talks nice to me, you know? If you're not going to talk nice to me, don't talk to me at all, and Sheesh talks nice to me. Yeah, I mean, it was it that, was tight. I'm not going to lie to you. It was tight. It was like a 12 Angry Men situation it was a tight in that race. room with the Academy. Right. But I think that, I honestly think the right uh, right slang won. I think best slang was the one. Yeah, and that's all, that's all you can hope for at these award shows. As long as you're not pulling like a Steve Harvey where it was actually the, you know, you read the wrong one. Um, Like he did it like that that Miss America pageant or whatever it was. Oh, that was bad. Uh, that was That's hard to watch. That was so awkward. 
I am so glad I'm not Steve Ho. I There's definitely um, like a whole sub genre of the internet of like people who love to watch like really hard to watch stuff like that. And I, I'm oh, not yeah. part of it. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's God. like it's like true cringe and not like weird. Yeah, cringe. it's like you know, yeah. everyone there genuine. Like you can't just write it off. Like what an idiot you're writing. Yeah, it off. Like, there's I feel no bad way to get around that. <laughs> yeah, everybody lost a couple years of life from being there. Um well, great. I'm glad we got our first award in for season two finale. Congratulations to Sheesh for that. And without further ado, let's get to number four on our list. Number four. 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 Number four is... Keep going. Any more languages? Nope. That is it. Quattro and four, baby. What about cats? Uh, is that what is that? Un de trois cats. Oh, uh, see, I only know un de trois, and I think that's only from Hamilton. Is the only reason I know that. <laughs> um, number four, quattro. Quattro is uh, <laughs> I like that quattro for some reason. It tickles, tickles me. It hits. Uh, yeah, it hits. Um, this episode was on a cr- a cryptid. <gasps> We love our cryptids here at Monday Morning Macabre, and this cryptid is is maybe the top. It's definitely top three most known cryptids. I'd say. Definitely in America, at least. But at yeah, least in like, America, you yes, you you the listeners know we're a couple of crypt daddies. We're a couple of crypt daddies with nothing but time. Crypt daddies, and, uh, we're working crypt on our beach <laughs> in our areas, and uh, <laughs> what I can say is that. Number one's probably Bigfoot in terms of like known cryptids. Yeah, Bigfoot like slash Bigfoot Yeti. I'll, I'll link them together. Yeah, exactly. And then probably like Loch Ness monsters. Number two. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that's. And then this one might be third for sure. And of course, the cryptid we're talking about, guys. And the number four on our list is the Jersey Devil. And we don't mean the governor. Hey, hey whoa. whoa. Oh, okay, North versus South Jersey. Hey, the pier. <laughs> okay. I like to we fondly remember this episode as the canoe episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we get into canoes. Uh, there's there. We're, you'll hear the clip. Yeah, there's a comic <laughs> amount of canoe talk. Of canoe, <laughs> canoe talk, uh, which is our alternate podcast, our sister canoe podcast. Talk. <laughs> Oh, this is a good cherry cedar. Yeah, it's canoe news. Ooh. And uh, every week we talk about... Uh, canoe, new... canoe news with two dudes? Two dudes with canoe news. Wait, that's actually... Oh, let me write that down. <laughs> canoe news with two two dudes in canoe... With canoe news. Sending canoe nudes? <laughs> canoe nudes for two dudes with Is it us news. nude in a canoe or is it a canoe not wearing clothes? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> do canoes? Well, yeah, it's just the wood before it's painted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> canoes are not made of wood anymore. Yeah. Also, no, they are not. very much. <laughs> anyway, let let's stop talking and let you get to the canoes. Here is number four of season two, episode uh, number. <laughs> you keep digging yourself six. a hole. Quattro. I keep doing it. Episode six. What's number six, Scones? Sace. You got Quattro. Sace doesn't hit. Yeah, Sace. More like Sheesh. Season two, episode six, The Jersey Devil. Here we go. 
guys, send us in your Tinder profiles. We'll do a next episode. We'll do reviews <laughs> and tell you how to get <laughs> tell you if we swipe right or left on you. <laughs> He's so horrible. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another week. This one's coming out on Monday. The 14th of December. 14th of December. We got, what, one more before Santa Claus comes? I hope everyone's been a good boys and girls. Dude, it it's... I hate leaving my house. Well, one, because of the pandemic, oh, and two, yeah. <laughs> because anywhere you go, everyone is it's out... It's me getting it, to... Yeah, trying to buy everything, and I hate yep. it. I literally yeah. just wanted a gingerbread house kit, and I had to go to six different stores, <laughs> and halfway across, like... I had to go to Six Flags and get it from an old guy who kept smiling at yeah, me. Yeah, and I, like, he was the just... The Vanga <laughs> bus is calling. <laughs> <laughs> Today... Scones is going to be delivering us from evil. I am. And I got to tell you, folks, we have not talked about a cryptid in a while. Ooh, I'm stoked. I, f- I don't know what it is about cryptids, but they get my... They they Dude. make me want to make out with them on the first day. Yeah, Darce is a crypt daddy, for sure. I'm a, I'm a hashtag crypt daddy. <laughs> that sounds so different. That sounds like Carl Tanzler was a crypt daddy. <laughs> Legend has it that in 1735, a Pines resident known as Mother Leeds... Found herself nice. pregnant for the thirteenth time. That's a that's a spot on name. Good for you, Mother Leeds. Leeds is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers. Whoa! And many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. We need to call each and every one of them and make a sick picture with them. Hey, can we get a sick picture with you? Hey, you guys use kid pics? Can we can we get you in here? Do you guys use tooth tunes? <laughs> Hey, can we get a sweet pic of us all using our tooth tunes together, us and the leads? We're trying to get our podcast turned into a tooth tune. (laughs) Trying to get that sponsorship from 10 years ago. I mean, I'm sure there are so many bodies out there. Oh, for sure. I'm looking at pictures right now. Uh, There's definitely some spooky abandoned buildings out there. Like, there's definitely, like, mafia and, like, organized crime dumping bodies in the Pine Barrens. The mafiosos. The mafiosos of New Jersey. Come to the pier, baby. The 18th like and that. 19th centuries. Oh, no. I'm going to start that <laughs> sentence no. over again. We're not talking about the Jersey Devil no more. Now we're talking about Krispy Kreme donuts, brother. In 18th and 19th centuries, the Krispy Kreme was the most <laughs> delicious. No, in 18th. And Always <laughs> comes out hot. <laughs> what are we fucking talking about? I don't remember. I think some kind of cryptid. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh. oh. Why is that mean, huh, Scott? <laughs> oh, nurse. Oh. In ni- 18th... Anyway. <laughs> I can't fucking read this sentence. In the 18th and 19th <laughs> centuries, the Jersey Devil was spotted sporadically throughout the Pine Barrens region. <laughs> there were a ghostly mist drifts across the cedar swamps, and the unearthly cry of some unseen creature can be heard piercing the stillness of the dark forest, Few disbelievers can be found, whether it's deep in the Pine Barrens or deep in our collective unconscious. One thing is certain, the devil still lurks in New Jersey and most likely always will. Mm. Now, we also have some stories, some witnesses telling us. Hit me with those witty stows. These witty stows are brought to you by... Darius, want to read the ad? Sure. (laughs) Welcome, Welcome to Cityville, where we keep the freshest hots and the hottest freshes. You sound like a Justin Roiling cartoon. Hey, welcome, welcome to Cityville. Hey, where welcome, we, uh, welcome to Cityville, where we keep the fresh sides. It's, it's really cool. We fresh. got flimflorps, <laughs> and here we got we can drive cars on the right side of the road. Uh, okay. His first story is called "Driving by the Devil in the Pale Moonlight." 
oh, an entry this from is Scones' like, diary. Are you sure this is not a... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, this is... This is just a song by uh, who sings fucking. What if I actually just am trying to become an emo artist and I'm just pitching you <laughs> lyrics from my songs and I'm like, yeah, yeah, You're that's like, so tell crazy. Me what you think of this? <laughs> so crazy that this person wrote this. Yeah, that's so weird that he wrote it before I had this idea. Uh, unless, do you, do you think it's good? No, yeah, no, it's so stupid. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> but unless this has haunted me since it happened in 1972. I was a senior at what was then Glassboro State College. I had heard about the New Jersey Devil when I came to South Jersey, but being from North Jersey, in quotations, a different oh. world. Oh, man. This guy guess it. I thought I was far too sophisticated, classic North Jersey, to believe in yeah, such is- humbuggery. Oh, geez. This guy stinks of North Jersey. Yeah, this, guy, this guy's got some real no-jer, no-jer. attitude going on. Sojer and no-jer. One winter night. I was driving to Glassboro from Blackwood on Green Tree Road. You know, Green Tree Road, the one with all the green oh, trees. by Blackwood. Everything's named yes. so literally. Yeah, they have very literal naming conventions in New Jersey. At the time, the road was flanked by orchards and farms. There were houses, and there was hardly any development. Oh, no, sorry. There were few houses, and there was hardly any development. <laughs> there, were, there, <laughs> there were houses. There were houses. <laughs> At the same time, nothing. <laughs> classic south jersey i was completely sober and awake when i caught a glimpse of something in my rear view mirror curious as to what it could have been i slowed down to take a gander it was dark out but moonlit enough (laughs) i don't know why gander i thought was so funny gander is a is a you only use that when you're taking a gander it was dark out but moonlit enough that i had no trouble at all discerning the upright figure of a creature across the road from one side to the other roughly 25 feet behind my car The figure stood taller than a man by far and had thick haunches, similar to a goat, supporting its nearly human-looking torso and huge woolly head. It moved heavily and didn't seem at all disturbed by my being there. I didn't linger linger long enough to see much more. I hit the gas and flew to the Mansion Park apartments in the borough. I don't know what the linger sign. long enough is my is my Nord's name. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, the second half of the sentence also throws me through a loop. <laughs> All right, hit me. I didn't linger long enough to see much more. The part where he's just like, I hit the gas and flew to the Mansion Park apartments in the borough. <laughs> Mansion Park Apartments in the borough is a wild... Mansion Park Apartments. So petrified was I that I slept the rest of the night in the car, unwilling to get out in the same darkness that had introduced me to the Jersey Devil. Never again from that day have I ridden on the Green Tree Road, day or night, that I haven't gotten the heebie-jeebies just thinking about that winter night so long ago. Oh, sorry. This Jersey girl went to Camp May County Technical High School, which sponsored trips to the Pine Barrens for good grades in certain classes. I like for good grades. You get brought, yeah. Yeah. All right, get out of the hey, box. You get we'll all We'll throw you into the devil's <laughs> backyard, baby. I was one of the fortunate students to go three times during my four-year career at CMCT. Wow, real smarty wow, here. Somebody's a, yeah, real, real friggin' smarty pants. Do my homework. Each time I went to this trip, my canoe was followed by a heavy-footed thing. With each step, I hear. Wait, what? 
My canoe was followed by a heavy-footed thing. She, it took her a long time to get to the Pine Barrens on land in a canoe. <laughs> With each step, I heard branches snap under its feet. Every 10 minutes or so, I could hear deep, beastly growls that this, to this very day give me the creeps. Being in a canoe... Yeah, that was my stomach. I was wicked hungry that trip. Wicked. <laughs> Being in a canoe and on a class trip didn't afford me much opportunity to flee in terror, so I stuck it out for three years. Every year, it was the same thing. <laughs> yeah, wait, why do you keep going back? Literally, just tell him you're sick. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah. If you actually think a giant monster's following you through the woods, right. you're just like, I don't know. School said I gotta. You're like, I did get that A plus though. I did ask for this. I got good grades. <laughs> <laughs> During my sophomore year, I was pretty confident about my canoeing skills, so I didn't look over my shoulder much. I went canoeing with a friend of mine, and we came across a bag. How many times do you put canoeing <laughs> into know. a goddamn story? <laughs> when we came across a bag that I've been torn open and gone through. Around it were prints on the ground that looked something like a horse's hoof, only bigger. Then I heard it, the cry that still haunts my dreams, part human, part beast, and full of anger, pregnant with pure hate. I nearly flipped the canoe. We left, leaving... Wait. (laughs) Why is... Does this girl allowed to leave her canoe? I I love... I just thinking about the guy who, like, in 20 years goes to a Porsche and is like, hey, we're trying to put our kayaks in the lake. And she's like, the fuck you just say? (laughs) Reload shotgun. Noise. I love that. Pumps it. She's like, this is a canoe only place. I picture anywhere she is in this forest, land, sea, air, like the, she's yeah. in a canoe. <laughs> yeah, she's just in a canoe constantly. I woke, I woke up Maybe from my canoe. Part canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I was awoken by the sound of my canoe purring loudly. I was in my cabin sleeping in my canoe. It seemed to follow us. Every time we stopped or paused, it got closer to the river. We pushed on. Then worse came to worse as we tipped the canoe. I heard the... <laughs> I heard the thing running behind us and thought for sure we were dead. Then we righted our canoe and... God, shut up about the canoe! Oh, my God. (laughs) She says canoe so many times. We finally made out to safety, sun fried to a crisp, missing all of our valuables and most of our clothes, but never happy to be on shore. But never our canoe. <laughs> we packed up our bus <laughs> and left. As we were leaving, I rested my head on the window and saw a little cottage. I looked at it until the bus was about to pass it and saw a woman. She looked back at she looked back at me, and I could see her skin was torn and bleeding. After the bus oh. passed, she vanished. This scared me so badly I would never go into I wouldn't go into the woods for over a year. From Kelly. Dude. <laughs> from Canoe she Jones. Went into silly canoe stuff to that last fucking <laughs> yeah, hardcore like, shit. I saw a woman ripped apart, bleeding. And then she vanished, dude. And the woman was staring at her. That's creepy That's boys. Canoe news. <laughs> we told you. We told you there'd be canoes, and boy, yeah, were there. I'm hot ever. and heavy, like I just got some canoe nudes. Hot and heavy, like my canoe just flipped. <laughs> Guys, Jersey Devil, what a spooky little boy. <laughs> <laughs> little boy. If you know a little boy and he's spooky, he's probably the Jersey Devil. Um, we li- we're glad you guys like cryptids. We think cryptids are dope. Jersey Devil's a dope cryptid. Had a, had a real vibe 
a real uh it was vibing dog he was vibing uh he kept it a hundred and for that we thank him uh jersey devil if you're out there and if you're listening which i sure you are you know stop by the studio someday we'll we'll have an interview a hard-hitting interview scones are there any awards from that episode um no no not yet (laughs) not yet (laughs) all right not yet all right gang Jersey Devil number four. Number four. Quattro. <laughs> I don't know why I find it so funny. <laughs> it's just the number four in Spanish. I'm going to be on a bus someday, and there's going to be a Spanish family, and they're going to say quattro, and I'm going to just start laughing, and they're going to think I'm a maniac? Racist? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but that's number four. <laughs> quattro. Vote in. <laughs> Darce maniac? <laughs> racist? Maniac or racist on Canoe News with two dudes sending new nudes. Uh, number three, guys. Let's let's get to number, number three. Number three. Number three is an episode that uh, I genuinely forgot even existed. Twa. I was like, what is this title? What does this mean? Who, who am I? And then I? I looked back and I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, what is life? What's the meaning of life? And they said the meaning is to give life meaning. And I said, is that? Like Twitter? Is, is this <laughs> So number three is an episode that I looked at the title. I was like, I don't I don't remember what this is. Then I listened. I was like, oh, yeah, this is Bananas in Pajamas, dudes. So number three. Number three. Three. Trace. Twa. <laughs> Doesn't hit. <laughs> quattro. <laughs> Just, Just the Quattro. <laughs> Oh, man. Number three is an episode that was earlier on in the season, one of the earlier episodes, similar to the Jersey Devil. And this was about a woman bursting into flames. <laughs> and, and no, I don't mean my ex-wife. <laughs> and the concept of spectral evidence, which is nutty, buddy. <laughs> yes. Actually, an insane concept slash, like... How? <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I still think about it. Quattro. Uh number three gang is of course the good fire. What a title. Yes, and what an episode. If, What's a good, uh, if you remember Dars, a lot of sitcom jokes and network television mm, jokes. A <laughs> lot of oh yes, a lot of references. We love our references here at Monday Morning Macabre, and this was uh, no different. We, we <laughs> not an exception. Not an exception to the rule. We continue to make outdated references, and we will that continue. Many listeners, and we'll never stop. Season three is going to. We're going to change the format to just watch old shows. You're gonna be like, "This isn't. This ain't what I signed up this for." This isn't and spooky, go, well, and we'll be like, "Shut up." Okay, episode thirty-eight we'll of like, Cheers. Sh- <laughs> we're talking Shut about up. it. Norm's on. <laughs> We're talking more so, Mindy, bro. Fire. Get on board or get the fuck out. <laughs> Which, speaking of, check out that Robin Williams screen test. Holy moly. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you're probably going like, oh, man, I got to watch that again because it's insane. But this uh, this guy who does an impression of Robin Williams did like a screen test as Robin Williams. Um, it's the one of the best impressions I've seen in my entire life. It's insane. And Darcy's seen a lot of like impressions. Him. 
And all I do all day is Google silly, funny impressions <laughs> that will make me ha-ha in my pants. And uh, Dars has a framed photo <laughs> of Frank Caliendo in his house. <laughs> yeah, the Quattro himself. And, <laughs> quattro. Uh, quattro. Quattro. I love when he does John Madden, baby. <laughs> Nothing like a good that's Mad exactly TV sketch at 4 p.m. on Comedy Central. Yeah, it's funny. That's because that's what he did on Matt TV. Yeah, and at like 4 p.m. Fox, on Comedy Central. Fox Sports brings him on like every year on like yep. an NFL Sunday to yeah, come in and do yes. that. Yep, he has gotten a paycheck every year for his John Madden impression. If you don't know who we're talking about, it's fine. <laughs> don't worry, you're not missing much. Um, no, but anyway, episode three highlights coming at you. The good fire. The good fire. Here we go on ABC. Um, on the floor, he found a body badly burned. He sus- <gasps> body badly burned? Another great band name? This is just five of them. Body badly burned from the good fire on 8 on, on eight p.m. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. This, this went right after Young Sheldon. On the floor, he found a body badly burned. He suspected he'd found a drunken Indian who had fallen into the fire. What? A, what? A, what? What a racist assumption. <laughs> I, and also with no like pretext, like no context. He's like, yeah, or, like, they're just coming through the window and jump into no my way, fire. Yeah, right? No way is that my mother's burned body. It's probably an Indian guy. <laughs> like, okay. That's so, very Puritan. That checks. <laughs> um, but as he rushed close, he declared, oh, Lord, it's my mother, <gasps> which is the failed pilot of How I Met Your Mother. They changed it. There were some edits. <laughs> keep, keep the network sitcoms coming, was, baby. Yeah, keep more of them. It was originally called Oh Lord, It's My Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, at the very end, he marries his mom. Uh, but it's a it's like a blind wedding type deal for like a reality show. And he pulls up a veil and it's his mom. It's a really good show. It's on at 7.30 right before Badly Burned Bodies. Yeah, and then The Good Fire at 8.30. It could be at 8. Badly Burned Bodies could be a 10-minute program. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, shut up, listener. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking know my goddamn primetime network. And so began the strange case of the murder of Rebecca Cornell. A new version of events began to take shape, and Thomas Cornell was charged with murdering his mother. Womp, womp, womp. Well, so you know, a perfect this- justice system is one based off visions. Based off visions, ghosts, apparitions, etc. I mean, what's a better... It's a primary source right there. It's all they really had back then. Yeah, they're like, we we literally just eat salted mackerel all goddamn day. I saw a ghost, okay? It's like, it's, yo, should we dust for prints? No, 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 no. What did you dream about last night? No, no, no. You see a burnt up sister of mine? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and she complained that Thomas was skimpy in heating the home and would not provide a good fire. If that fire is not good <laughs> tonight at 8, 30. 8 p.m. <laughs> if his fire is so bad, how are they boiling that milk? Good point. Maybe they're just like they're they're breathing on it real hot and heavy. Get me um, on the defense team. I want <laughs> Scones is gonna solve this case. The good fire. 8 p.m. I want you to envision <laughs> the, the little tent. like ticker on the bottom of the screen playing right now where it's like an animated version. Yeah, they're all like pushing each other around the ensemble yeah, exactly. cast. It's all roughhousing. <laughs> <laughs> One of them lights on fire. <laughs> the good, um, the good fire. Her son declined to hire a maid to look after her, 
and she and she and Thomas argued over whether rent should be paid for staying at the house and whether he should pay her or vice versa. Rebecca Cornell, two witnesses testified, had contemplated killing herself either by stabbing herself or drowning herself. What a wild argument. Just like her being like, uh, you should start paying rent. And then the tenant being like, no, 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 no. You should start <laughs> paying fuck. me rent. <laughs> Yo, you want me to pay? <laughs> the Art of the Deal, 930 on TBS, NBC, ABC. Shark Tank. <laughs> That's Shark Tank back in the day. Hey, you need to pay me rent. Nah. <laughs> you, need you need to, to pay, pay me, me rent. <laughs> I'll take that deal. 10% stake. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, Scouts. The Super Bowl. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. We can get sued for saying Super Bowl. It's Mega Bowl. Oh, oh, it's the Mega... Wait, what? You can get sued for saying Uber Bowl, say? Yeah, you can. What? NFL has a trademark on it. Dude, why don't they trademark these? Hey, but they didn't trademark the Monday Morning Macabre Mega Bowl, so we still got that. No, they did not. You might have to go back in this episode. We definitely said Super Bowl, and you're going to... Oh, I just said it again. We're going to have to beep it out. I'm not beeping shit. Come at me, NFL. Goodell, we what see are you, you Goodell? Do? Yeah, Goodell, you make 70-some-odd episodes of spooky shit, and then we'll talk. Do it. You won't. The jury convicted Thomas Cornell of murdering his mother with virtually no evidence that he had done so. Two years after he died, his widow Sarah was charged with assisting in the murder along with a local Indian. They cannot get off of the Indian speculation. Yeah, he's also throwing, uh, it's pretty crazy. Also, for clearance, it's definitely obvious because we're talking about New England in the 1600s, but we're talking about American Indian, Native yes, American. Yes, not, yeah, not, not Indians from India. This is just the, Although the that phrase that guy's. If that was like, <laughs> I guess we shouldn't assume. Indian, dude. <laughs> I can use all the historical context I want, but there's like nothing stopping a person from India being there. That's, uh, well, actually, there's I, definitely I would, lots of. Like I was gonna say, probably a, a whole heap of racism <laughs> stopping it. <laughs> Just a whole heap of racism, and that's the secret ingredient to the cookie that is America. <laughs> you put some sugar, some freedom, and a whole heap of racism. <laughs> uh, Betty Crocker, get at me. Okay, Oyer and Terminator is a court authorized to hear certain criminal cases, so it's just like a court, right? Essentially, the oily Terminator. I know. I know. Yeah, the oily Terminator is going to be like, I'll be back. And, and he's going to fucking prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, authority establish a court of Oyer and Terminator to hear the determine the truth generally and serious rather than pre- petty crimes. Phipps Lieutenant Governor William Stoughton was the fucking Terminator and took on the task of dealing with the growing <laughs> scandal in Salem Village. What followed was the most unusual episode of legal history New England ever saw. <gasps> One of Stoughton's earliest and most significant decisions was to allow the admission of spectral evidence, i.e. acts carried out by demons that only an accuser can see. So this guy's a fucking idiot. Dude, is this law, <laughs> I think. law and order spectral victims unit, dude? <laughs> that's, a, that's a 10, dude. That's, that's late night. You got to have the kids in bed by that when the time that show airs. Spectral victims unit is a 10 out of 10. Zone. That's Frank Caliendo. <laughs> um, 
I don't really know what his John Madden impression sounds like, and I don't really remember what John Madden sounds like. Yeah, it's um, just like an, an old guy who, like, you, the, the kind of old guy, like, you imagine, like, goes upstairs and is winded and just eats red meat way too yes. much. <laughs> yes. That's very accurate. Um, do you think John Madden still gets checks from Madden, the video game? Yes. Even though they changed, because wasn't it originally John Madden football? And then it just became Madden. And I was like, maybe that was their attempt at like cutting him out of the royalty. No, I think he still like gets cash. He probably makes a bajillion dollars. It's definitely like, well, because like, it's, it's unarguably, like, un- inarguably. Yes. Inarguably a reference to him, the word Madden. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. You can't. I couldn't just make Frank Kelly, like, Caliendo. Caliendo is pizzeria, baby. <laughs> Well, you could probably do that. So the good uh, fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy part yeah, what about was it? just how like spectral evidence was just totally like legit back then. That's how you know you're in a wacky. I mean, I do you think there is something going on right now that like a hundred years in the future they're gonna be like, can you believe that they used that as something? Like we're again, it's tough to measure because we're like the best because we that in it's it. Been. <laughs> Instead of like one, never one dude having like quote me on this in ten years, nothing will be improved. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the fact that like one dude had like a dream about like uh, some lady who's yeah, his right. neighbor and was like, "Yeah, she probably's you know." Yeah, I guess that's her. She then. needs to die. Uh, time to die. Okay. <laughs> hey, my name's Brian Re- Brian Ross. And it's time to die. This is a regular um, Frank Caliendo over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at me. That's a great Brian Russ impression <laughs> if you've ever heard him. <laughs> time to die. Um, speaking of time to die, guys, let's get to number two on our but list. But wait, we got an award. shit in my britches. How long will it go for? Quattro. So the next award EDM. is the best guest of the year. Best guest of the year. So we've had a lot of guests this oh, year. Oh, I think I know who it is. So, so the guests. We had a lot of high-profile guests yes, this year. Guys. The nominees are friend of the program, Droopy Dog. Hey. Friend of the program, Jenny. Hey. Wife of the program. And first-time guest this year. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Honestly, fire competition this year. Um, I think all three could win it. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, Scones, but I think they all bring a different kind of facet uh, and no, we, 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 elegance to the show. Uh, our our booking agent really has range. Oh, yeah. He's like, guys, I couldn't get you Frank Caliendo, <laughs> but uh, I know you ask every week, and it's still a no. <clears throat> but we got Droopy Dog, Tara Reed, and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and man, like, you are get the guy raise. <laughs> and we're like, three-year contract signed, baby. And the winner is... <gasps> Open that envelope, Scones. I know it's stuck. Hold on. Oh, God, I got a paper cut. Oh, God, it's bleeding oh, everywhere. Geez. Oh, it's bleeding. Oh, oh fuck, so much dude. blood. Like... Uh, Dude, it's really coming oh, out. Kelly Endo oh came God. in and said he smelled red meat. Jesus oh. Christ. It's Tara Reed. Tara Reed. All right, we have She's Tara. She's coming up Tara to Reed. accept it. Tara, you're on the mic now. Oh. Tara. Oh. Tara. Is the is the is it red? Is it hot? Where's the engineer? Can we the mic hot? Can we get help over here? This the mic? Could somebody guys 
terrorist. Okay, well, well, guys, we'll get Tara Reed in the. Uh, we'll we'll find we'll get a, a a clip of her maybe in the future. Yeah. But uh, it seems like her mic's not working. Uh, but Tara Reed, congratulations! Congratulations! You look great tonight. Beautiful dress. Uh, beautiful dress. It's just live bees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful Tara Reed. <laughs> A giant crane just came out and hooked her off the stage. Wow, and she is being dragged on the floor. This is brutal to watch. Also, my fingers yes. still bleeding. Still bleeding. Guys, I, if you're not imagining us in full tuxedos on a stage, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, mine's mostly red now, though, from all the blood. But Yeah, but that looks cool, and that's on brand. Thanks, dude. So, um, hey, no problem. Guys, number two on our number list. Number two. <laughs> Quattro. Uh, <laughs> <is> <laughs> is one that is horrific. Um, <laughs> just the entire... The, the, everything about this was was not great. Uh, but you sickos seem to like it a lot. And it's a Canadian story, which we don't get much of. I'm pretty sure it's Canadian, right? Uh, yes. Uh, Vancouver. Canadian. No. Yes. yes. Uh, and Vancouver, it, I remember it blowing my mind that someone in Canada could do this. <laughs> Yeah, so number two, if you guys have taken the clues, taken a hint, get out of the prom. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, we're talking, of course, about Vince Lee, who was the maniac on the bus. Old Vinny Lee. <laughs> old VL. Um, not a cool dude. Not the coolest dude I've ever met. Not the coolest guy. Not the chillest dude. Not the chillest guy. Not the chillest guy. Did he keep it a hundred? I don't think he did. Definitely not keeping it a hundred. Honest. So, I don't know why you guys like this maniac so much, but you seem to do. You seem to like him because he came in number two in our list. Number so, two, Quattro. Without without further ado, here's Vince Lee. People have been, I've been get flooded with emails saying, stay safe out there on the high seas. And then I have to message <laughs> them back and say, it's it's all a, a charade. <laughs> please, please. Please, please, please. Do not worry for me. <laughs> Take your concerns and donate money to Dana Farber. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's, that's a good plug. <laughs> it's a way to, hey, good plug. Let's plug charities. Hey, Shriners. Why not? <laughs> Wounded Warrior Program. <laughs> World Wildlife Tough Foundation. Mutters. <laughs> Remember when it was the World Wrestling Federation, but then they got sued by the World Wildlife <laughs> Foundation, so they had to change yeah, the, the WWE. Yeah, the World Wildlife Foundation hit it. Yeah, they took him with a steel chair yeah. in a fucking <laughs> hell in a cell to fit. Yeah, under <laughs> a panda versus like... Hulk Hogan had to fight a panda. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost. Hey, brother bear. <laughs> and he lost. And he got, a, yeah, he fucking lost. And now look, look where we are now. Look how far we've come as a society. Guys... It's May 17th, 2021. The spookiest day of the year. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sconey, will you be my Corona and Lime? Ooh. My main squeeze? You're, uh, you're finding your beach? <laughs> we need more platitudes on this podcast. We need real sponsors, not just random plugs. <laughs> not... <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You said we were gonna be making a bunch of Dana Farber later. <laughs> or was that after the the we rob a Dana Farber? It's the perfect crime. <laughs> no one would suspect it. 
The most horrible thing possible. Yeah. <laughs> Got my degree from Dana-Farber Institute of Technology. <laughs> I think it's going to get me a lot of jobs. But guys, today I'm going to be bringing you some spooky stuff. That's enough uh, Enough fun silliness. It's almost five minutes in. So You know what that means. I know means. you guys are about to crack the whip. It's like a cowbell going, you know what that means. <laughs> five minutes in. Okay, scones. Today, we're going to be talking about Vince Lee. Now, you're probably like, I I know Vince oh, Lee. Oh, Vinny Lee? We go way Me back. Me and Vinny Lee used to shoot craps. All right. Write that down, everybody. We got him. <laughs> you're under arrest, sir. Hey, you got This is how I wanted to go down. So, Vince Lee uh, beheaded and ate his victim on a bus. And let's get to it. Uh, I think I went with a different Vinny Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just said that you uh you're a big you're really good friends. Listen, we used to hang out at the pool hall and he'd say, Hey, I ate this person <laughs> last night and I was like, haha, that's a weird euphemism. <laughs> oh god. Vincent is straightforward. Well, you're gonna love where this story goes. The standoff finally ended when Lee tried to escape by breaking a window and police caught him, shot him twice <laughs> with a taser and handcuffed him. What? Now this goes to show the difference between Canadian police and American police. This man has decapitated somebody, eaten eaten parts of their body, and he was still not, like, killed. He was still arrested. I like that he was able to, like, he's like, I'm going to sneak out of this bus window as it's surrounded yeah, yeah, by like, cops. They'll never, they'll, like, it's not <laughs> sneaky at all. Just like, oh, we're going to go out this window. Yeah, he tried to parkour it out. It's kind of near the back. Maybe they're not looking. <laughs> yeah. You know, he definitely, like, ducked down and tried to, like, shuffle over. Yeah, yeah. So the trial took place one year later, during which Lee pleaded not criminally responsible. His which, just a prank, dude. What a wild, yeah, yeah. It was for his YouTube channel. Uh, his plea meant that he accepted the charges, but was unable to form the necessary mental element. A psychiatrist on Lee's defense team argued that Lee attacked McLean because he was God because God's voice told him that McLean was a force of evil and to execute him. The judge accepted the psychiatrist's diagnosis and remanded Lee to a mental institution. So he, he got exactly the verdict he wanted. Essentially. And we'll get a little deeper into his... I like God in this scenario was like, hey, that guy's evil. Kill him. And then <laughs> yeah. it's like, he killed him. And it's like, God's like, okay, now you gotta eat his heart. <laughs> or, or God was like, hey, you gotta go up to that guy and let him know that he needs to repent or something. And then he kills him. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then he's like, I'm going to eat his limbs. He's like, no, not. Nope. Wait, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I can't wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, so little little co- comedic uh, thing here. The trial forced, the gr- forced Greyhound to redo their marketing techniques as they had just released a campaign based on the friendliness of their bus system. Yikes. There is a giant ad that says, there's a, never, or, there's a reason you've never heard of bus rage. <laughs> Oh, gosh. They, and that's like um, right after they release this ad campaign. Not to mention even before this, I feel like that's not true. Like other than right, planes, yeah, I right. think like of any form of transportation, people in buses are usually not happy. Yeah. I just love the thought of the marketing team being like, all right, guys, we need to come up with a... <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, no one knows a bus rage. What are they going to do? Cut a dude's head <laughs> off? Like that never happens. And then... <laughs> no, you're a man at Here we are. <laughs> And I find this article, Vince Lee, man who beheaded passenger on Greyhound bus, given absolute discharge. I don't know what that means. It means he is free. Wait, like he's out? He <laughs> could be listening to this? 
Sure. Yeah, he's listening intently. Man now known as Will Lee Baker does not pose significant threat to public, review board says. Okay, I know, like, America has, like, an insane prison industrial complex and some messed up shit. But this seems a little but too Canada, lenient. I think you went the other way. <laughs> too far the other yeah, way. Yeah, let me... I'll, I'll give you the deets here. Vince Lee, the man who was not, who's found not criminally responsible for beheading a man on a Greyhound bus in 2008, has been granted an absolute discharge. The Manitoba Criminal Code Review Board ordered the discharge on Friday, saying Lee, now known as Will Lee Baker, does not pose a significant safety threat. Which is crazy to Unless me. you're a human head or if you're one of the people <laughs> on this planet with a heart. Unless you're attached to a head. <laughs> um, Baker was found to have been suffering from untreated schizophrenia when he stabbed, beheaded, and partially cannibalized Tim McLean, 22. McLean's mother, Carol DeDaly, a vocal critic of Canada's not criminally responsible laws and who believes Baker should remain in custody for life, posted a Facebook on Friday saying that she has nothing to say about his discharge. There's a quote saying, I have no comment today. I have no words. I agree with you. I can't imagine. Some kind of corruption. Is his uncle like some Canadian right? Like yeah. politician uh, or something? I don't... Seems crazy to me. Wow. What a story, Mark. <laughs> Real scary guy. <laughs> and he's out walking around right now. Yeah, he's just chilling. He's listening to this podcast. He's looking at me from behind the booth <laughs> saying, I heard what you said. I'm just going to hang out right here. We should have invited it's him. It's me, Vincent. We should have just had him here. When he could be sitting next to Tara Reed right now. Yeah. More like Scara Reed. Am I Ooh. right, Monday Morning Macabre listeners? High five. Tara, you're welcome. You can use that. Canoe news. Um, guys, Vince Lee, maniac, psychopath, out of prison because why not? Because apparently. Canada's reform system is apparently just the best. Canada, 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 Canada. reform system. <laughs> um, so shout out to you, Canada. You're doing the Lord's work out there. Um, let's go on. So we have any awards for number two or we have awards for number one? Ooh. Uh, or no more awards. <laughs> no, no, we got one more award. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it after we'll number do, one. We'll do it after one. number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know you guys want to hear this award. Quattro. So, <laughs> so why don't we just move on down to the railway to the station. finale to the number one episode of season two? Number one. This episode was bananas. It 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 is a bad Batman villain. It baffles the mind it's, and stuns the senses and kisses your wrinkles. It's <laughs> also <laughs> it it's, it does it what all. What more do you want, guys? What more do you want? What a main. What only? It's like we're living in a video game. I when I think we're in a simulation, I'm like, yeah. There's no way this happens unless there's a 13 year old behind a computer screen. A 13 year old alien just running. He's like, yeah. let's do the like, shit Orp. I can think of in a small town. He's like, first of all, let me get some Reese's Pieces. Gotta <laughs> get the Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Guys, Mars has forced us to uh, 
to, to, they to are, plug Reese's Pieces, <laughs> so we're sorry. They are down our throats right now with promotions. Yeah, I, Reese's Pieces down my throat. So if you guys haven't figured it out by now, number one episode of season two yes. is, of course, it's got to be Kill Dozer. Kill Dozer. Quattro. Quattro. So, Quattro. So, Kill Dozer. A guy gets mad. He does Because he get can't mad. build a goddamn, because a road can't go by his yeah, shop. Yeah, he gets like so he, F'd in the A by some developments that can't <laughs> get to his business now. So he goes out of business yeah. and he's like, So you he know decides what? to build a fucking tank. I'm going to fucking bulldoze the library in my super <laughs> tank. <laughs> Which is just, it's, it's so insane. Such an insane story. Uh, we got a, we got, I mean, how do you not love the Killdozer? How do you not love him? <laughs> Just pinch his cheeks. How, how do you, uh, Frank Caliendo in a killdozer with a canoe yelling quattro as he drives straight through Tara Reed's house. That's basically That's season, Monday two morning of season two, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, let's play the highlights of season two, episode number. I did it again. Your number one. 25. Quattro. Number one. Quattro killdozer. It's pretty uh, litty, as the kids <laughs> we're say. Pretty litty. We're we're really trying to get that demo, the eighteen to twenty four demographic. So we're gonna start saying words like litty and yeah, bussin'. no cap, no cap. This podcast about to be bussin'. Do you think other people think like their their phone turned off or something, or they're buffering there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably they checked. They stopped. Someone, like, yeah. Mm, hello. At Spotify? least one person checked their phone. There is my mobile data working. Nope. We just paused for an extended. It was an extended beat to gauge youth interest. I think it's gauged in our. I think it's gauged. I think people were standing up and cheering all the all the youth of America. Yeah, today. I think they're. Uh, uh, no, no cap. I think they're all. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Playing hacky sack. I don't know. I don't eating Captain Crunch. I don't know. Tech Deck dudes are those still Hell things? yes, they are. Tech Deck dudes, are dude. Forever. Tech Deck dudes. We should uh, new podcast. Tech Tech Deck dude. Tuesdays. Friendships come and go, but Tech Decks are forever. Preach, bro. You know, it's like it's always. I was always so impressed by the people who could actually do. What are they? Because the Tech Deck dudes are the actual characters on the skateboards. Yeah, right? and they're all thumbs, but dressed up like different themes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can get them for like a quarter at any like Shaw's in the outside of the store, but in the exit door area. You know oh, yeah. About? The little hallway as you leave. What was the name of? Is it just Tech Decks or just the skateboards, right? Yeah. Okay. You know how like you've seen videos of people who like can like shred a Tech Deck? Hell yeah. That's a YouTube rabbit hole. I am all over. That, <laughs> that shit always impresses the hell out of me because I have no idea how they do it. Just like, raw talent and time. It's literally like the amount of time you have to spend just getting a tech. Anyway, guys, this is this is what you came to hear about, right? You're like, I can't wait for my two favorite people to talk about tech decks. Yeah, I came here to feel guilty because I watched, I binged the whole Netflix show when I could have been getting better at tech decks. <laughs> Unless you're watching a documentary on like the great tech deck wars of 
the 2000s. If there's a early tech 2000s, deck documentary, I need to look it up now because I need something to look forward to. What would you name the tech deck documentary, Scones? What would you give, give it a title? Oh, <laughs> I found one and I can't come up with <laughs> Wait, a better shut one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> tech deck, Fingers of Fury, a 1999 <laughs> documentary. <laughs> that's amazing i am honestly if you're here and you're like hey just get to the spooky stuff already <laughs> shut up shut and up. sit down <laughs> you get yeah, sit the fuck down because we just found out there's a tech deck documentary which we're going to report on next episode <laughs> so be sure to tune in tech decks are sick and i challenge anyone to, th- <laughs> to come at us for not being stoked about hearing about them Holy hell yes. That's the most... That sounds like a Tech Deck documentary right there. (laughs) (laughs) Killdozer. Yeah, that's like the name of the the team that's bought by the big corporation to win the Tech Deck uh, tournament. (laughs) They're going to demolish the the old Tech Deck dude (laughs) rec center unless they beat him in a half fight. (laughs) Yep, that's way too accurate. I hate it. Band, play that music so we can get talking about the Killdozer. Band, play us a ska song so I feel like I'm skateboarding in someone's backyard. (laughs) These fines were levied for violations that included junk cars on the property and not being hooked up to the sewer line. Hey, if those are crimes, lock me up, brother. All right. Ew. My house is covered in old cars and poop. <laughs> this, and my government will not this, stop me. And the town I live in will not be best me. Do baby. not tread on Darth. Whether you think Hemer was screwed over by the government or not, there's no debating that he was convinced that he was. He first leased his business to a different company before selling the property outright to a third party, using the proceeds to begin custom modifications to his Komatsu D355A bulldozer. Hell yes. <laughs> Over the next 18 months, Hemer would build makeshift armor plating that housed the bulldozer's cabin, engine, and even parts of its tracks. Using a combination of sheets of tool steel and 5,000 PSI quickcrete, which is concrete, to create the armor, some portions of the bulldozer sat behind more than a foot of protection, rendering the vehicle all but impervious to small arms fire. (laughs) He built himself a tank out of a bulldozer. He built himself a killdozer. He built himself a fucking killdozer. Everyone on Wall Street bets is going to get their own bulldozer and head on over. (laughs) (laughs) So the vehicle is impervious to small arms fire and the police would find even Hemer installed monitors inside the protected cabin cabin that were wired to cameras he placed around the exterior of the armored bulldozer. He then enclosed those cameras inside three inches of bullet-resistant plastic to ensure law enforcement couldn't shoot them out. It's funny because this inside dude would the, have been... He would have succeeded at anything he did after this. <laughs> right? He's... Yeah, this dude is such a go-getter. He could have done anything, but he built a fucking killdozer <laughs> instead. <laughs> it's like so insane. He literally could have been he's like... He's a go-getter, gonna dude. He's going to go get them. He's going to, I'm going to, he could have invented like a new way to, to solve like hunger somewhere, but he's like, fuck that. I'm making a killdozer and nobody can stop me. Injustice ends today. Yeah. It's literally, imagine being wronged and then being like, I see only one solution here. Imagine being a cop in that town. <laughs> yeah, right. You're doing a beat like, and hey, also you get cool. called to the killdozer yeah. attack. <laughs> Yeah, do you think they have a code for that? Like, 
If you're a small dog cop and you're like, what, like, what the fuck do you even do? I think call him the National Guard. I don't know. <laughs> God has asked me to do this. It is a cross that I'm going to carry and I'm carrying it in God's name. Dude, I would have paid so much more attention in, in like Sunday school if there were more kill doses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If after if three days Jesus came back and I killed those <laughs> He's like, where is that punk? If those dang day? Romans zoning commissions. <laughs> <laughs> he may or went on to destroy the library, which had been occupied by a children's group until it was evacuated by police minutes Wait, before the library do to him. I don't know. <laughs> he never he knew was how just to read like books. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, his rampage claimed 13 buildings before a puncture in the Killdozer's radiator, combined with a track that stuck while he was in the basement of the Gamble's hardware store destroying it, rendered the vehicle immobile. So he drove into, like, this store and one of the tracks blew and he couldn't move. I'm not, I would, if you're at the end of this, you're like, he's actually really wealthy now for a lot of patents from, like, military contracts. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> he went through 13 buildings nope, and it uh, finally broke. Different, different ending incoming. As the surrounding police descended on the vehicle, they heard a pop of a single gunshot inside the cabin of the vehicle. He may had killed himself. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured when you said so, he sealed himself in. There was no getting out. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of he kind of knew it was he knew it was his his last hurrah. Uh, after explosives proved unable to penetrate the vehicle's armor, law enforcement had to employ an oxy, I don't even, acetylene cutting torch to get through the armor and retrieve He body. No one aside from He was killed that day. That's the incredible. police say they had, I know, right? This dude had like rifles and a killdozer and he knocked over 13 buildings. Yeah, it makes me wonder why he even put in the guns. And then also like his driving skills from place to place are amazing. <laughs> yeah, no he one got should hurt. have been a driving instructor instead of a fucking <laughs> killdozer maker. So no one aside from Himera was killed that day, uh, though police say they had nothing but luck to thank for that. Himera reportedly took shots at police vehicles and even at propane tanks using the weapons on board. Had a tank been ruptured, the threat posed to nearby civilians would have been serious. The same would be true if police hadn't used the community's 911 system to reverse call residents and warn them of impending danger. So they had a system where they called all the residents and like who were in the vicinity of the killdozer and was like, Yo, imagine that notification on your phone. Them. Yeah, imagine getting that call. Like, hey, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but there's a killdozer coming <laughs> and you need to leave right now. So according to reports, journal journalists in the newspaper office, he mayor that that destroyed were still fleeing the building out the back door as he came through the front wall. So like there was a lot of close calls, but nobody was injured. That's insane. Which is genuinely nuts bananas scones absolutely it almost as bananas that no one got hurt it's crazy it's crazy no one got hurt it's crazy that like he managed to build this thing like that's just something people can do I mean, with enough will and hatred in your heart. True. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Revenge is a hell of a motivator. Sure dude. is. Sure but is. That's why Zuckerberg. he is literally a cartoonish villain. Yeah, he is literally like Penguin of the real. Yeah, life. and like it, just like a like a Saturday morning cartoon villain. He he doesn't hurt anybody, but he does bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, he does. It never gets bad. graphic. Well, so, until the end when he shoots himself in the head. But other than that, no, I remember like Mojo Jojo blew his brains out. <laughs> 
in <laughs> it was easy. It, they were pretty much exposed. Yeah, there was. I mean, yeah, I don't even know if he was aiming for that, but did not aim high enough. Um, so, Killdozer's number one. Scones, I know you had an award to give out. We do. We have the best podcast listener fan base award. Wow. <laughs> Wait, is this is there choices? <laughs> and the nominees are. Oh shit. Last podcast on the left. Mm. Mm-hmm. Serial. Mm-hmm. And Monday Morning Macabre. Oh yeah. Yeah, let me check here. All right. So the three most popular podcasts of all time. Yes. Uh let me try and get this open. It's hard when one of my fingers is basically hanging off the bone. Yep, blood it is, is every gruesome. It's, it's really hard to read with all the blood all over this. Uh yep, 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 yep. <gasps> Dars. <gasps> oh my god. If I'm reading this correctly. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Quattro. It's <laughs> Monday morning macabre. Last podcast. <laughs> Guys, what a shoehorned in beautiful award. It's amazing. And we, fuck we last love... podcast on the next. <laughs> Start that beef right now. Ooh. Any publicity is good. Yeah, I was going to say, it Guys, would help us so much if we had beef with this. <laughs> yeah, we would get way more listeners. Maybe Bombus would reach out. Guys, thank you so much for being listeners of Monday morning macabre. Uh, it's with without you guys, we would just be two guys talking quattro talking about new canoes or something, <laughs> with no one to uh, to email us and go, hey, I don't what. <laughs> so thank you, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for sending in listener suggestions. Uh, we appreciate those. Shout out to our patrons on Patreon. Hell yeah! Uh, you guys, we appreciate. The support, the monetary support, it helps out the podcast, keeps everything running. Uh, you'll be getting all of your cool new Patreon shirt designs the in the mail soon. Uh, nothing scarier, by the way, than sending uh, merch to a, a a European address. I was like, I God, I hope I did this right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the PO boxes like, and stuff are weird or whatever they use. It's yeah, like, it's like, I live at 11 scantily clad lane and 14 cottage roof. And I'm like... <laughs> That there's that's like two addresses in one. I don't even know which one's the primary. You're just gonna give it to a chimney sweep who's gonna be over there dancing on the roof and he's gonna put it down the chimney. Yeah, so I I couldn't find UK, so I just sent them all to Kentucky. I hope that worked. I just put uh, it in a, in a cup of tea and mailed it east. All I wrote people is in the UK east. are like, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> Um, oh, wow, I was but, a fan. But, I paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hurting my feelings? Uh, thank you guys, though, for for continuing to listen. Two years into the podcast, we've got 10 listeners. That's fantastic. Wow. Maybe next year, 11. No. 11, maybe. No. Um, Let's get it down, actually. No, Let's get it to four so we can just yell quattro and they'll all know who they are. Ooh, I like that. Do you think by the end of season three, we'll have over 40 million listeners? Uh, ooh. Well, I mean, we're only making like what, like, like a hundred grand an episode right now. So, well, yeah, but so I figured by I don't know next month we'll probably hit forty million, and then after that it's like I don't know uh, eighty million. I, I think that's the. Yeah, we make like, I think once you're at forty, the only the only logical thing is eighty. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it works. It's math. Uh, I did up the Patreon subscription price to $400,000 <laughs> this month. So, thank you guys so much for uh, your yeah, patronage. Yeah, you will be um, mailed by your bank. 
<laughs> Do you think any of people listening are like, I should probably go check and make sure this is not true? <laughs> I mean, uh, um, that's pretty high price. They might do it just just in case. They're like, I know they're kidding. Just to go to sleep. <laughs> you might yeah. just. Um, but thank you guys for continuing to listen. Thank you for telling people about the podcast. We like talking about old references that have nothing to do with true crime, uh, and then kind of packaging it in a vaguely true crime way. So thank you for that. Shout out to all that's interesting. Our number one <laughs> supporter. Uh, great sponsorship we have with them. They, they don't um, know about it, but <laughs> they don't know about but their it, research is but amazing. We, but they are doing the Lord's work out there. And guys, we'll see. I mean, we'll see you in season three. Season three, I might adopt a whole new persona for season three. Yeah, scones might become something. We could do whatever. Season three could be a whole new change to everything. We'll let you know if it is a fresh start. A fresh start. A new look to the pod. Maybe some content. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> but we'll see you. We'll see you when we see you in season three, gang. So until then, have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Quattro. Mm-hmm. Quattro. Bye.